0: jessica
1: so i'm curious to see what or hear what you've watched i like i've watched but some shit. stuff but i've yeah same okay i've also watched a lot of shit but i'll talk about some of the good bad stuff but what did you watch uh
0: um i watched me and my wife watched a movie called significant other on uh, paramount plus it's like a Isn't it? remember that girl from the actress from it follows
1: yeah oh yeah it has okay. her in it M-Mica. and she like mm-hmm. produ- she has a yeah name.
0: it's the only reason why i said the actress from it follows because i always fuck up her first name <laughs> no, so i just sorry. like um and it shouldn't be that hard and i'm sure i could learn it but um it, you know it was a movie that she was in and she also produced she it was with this guy i don't know who the fuck he is um i mean i i saw him and oh, he was wait. in white lotus I think
1: it, isn't it um oh okay wait i thought you were talking about carl Glusman because i thought he was in it
0: He's also in this new Hulu show, like or Hulu miniseries, like The Friend of the Family, or whatever. Like that guy, it's like him and her, and they're going hiking. Oh,
1: he looks like a regular guy. He was in Girls. He's like regular guy actor. Yes,
0: yes, okay. Yes, he was also in High Fidelity, um, the show. Yeah, um, yeah, and so it's him and her, and they're like hiking through the like woods and. Like, there's clearly relationship problems, and then, like, the movie kind of spins into, like, a weird, like, alien invasion movie, oh. and I just did not get into it at all. I was, like um, – I mean, there was moments that I, like, kind of laughed out loud, but I always think that was the problem is the movie had no idea if it wanted to be – I mean, like, I, I don't have a problem with movies that are, like, different themes or tones or, or genres um, all in one, but this one was just kind of, like – it always felt like they were like, Do we want to be funny? I I don't know And then they would just kinda of back off and um a lot of the reveals didn't do shit for me. Mm-hmm. And um I just I, I just did not get into it. Like I just was really down on it and then a few weeks later my wife and I watched and I don't know why. I, don't, I mean I I mean she was like, Let's watch a Christmas movie It was like I think it was right after Thanksgiving. We watched um Spirited, the movie with Ryan Reynolds and, and Will Ferrell. Wait,
1: what's it called?
0: I think it's called Spirited, isn't it? It's that stupid... Oh, I don't think I've ever yeah, seen sure... it. It's on Apple TV. It's new. It's like a musical with... Uh, I'm Maybe I'm saying it wrong, but a musical with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds and where he plays like... You know, Will Ferrell plays like part of the team of like ghosts that haunt people on Christmas Eve to like get them to like... Oh my God. Um, ...change their like ways and, you know, like Christmas. And I'm, I'm a huge Christmas Carol f- fan oh yeah it's called spirited i'm a huge christmas carol fan but like um i hated it and it's a musical and like it was just oh it was so obnoxious and um full of people that i really like but i just didn't like the movie um and then i watched watched a lot of older stuff you know i I watched uh i finally got around to watching the keep
1: oh i've never seen it
0: yeah, it's on Criterion, and I'd always wanted to see it, and it's it's a shame because, like, you know, there's all these stories about how, like, it originally was, like, a three-hour cut, and then it got chopped up, and so what's left is kind of this incoherent mess that's just interesting enough to, like, kind of hook you in, like, um, Michael Mance kind of disowned it, but, like, I really wish he they would go back and, like, try to get all that stuff, because, like, the Tangerine Dream score is fucking awesome. Of course they did. Yeah, and, of course um, they did it. I've never seen yeah. it. That's cool. And the atmosphere is really cool, and you've got some really talented actors in there. Um, it's just that, like, you're kind of like, wait, what's going on in this movie? Like, it's not that you can't follow it. It's just that, like, everything that happens in it hints to something more that, has, that hasn't has happened. And you're like, oh, that's not where we're going with this. And then I think in the original cut we were going to go in those directions. <laughs> but um, it's just, it's weird and messy, but I, I really enjoyed it um, for what it's worth. Um, I also watched, uh, I have that, that, uh, the folk horror, uh, box set, oh, um, yeah. and there was a, yeah, there's a movie on there called, uh, Penda's Fen. It's a, a, it was a British TV movie about this boy, this young boy who like, um, is living in a small town. he basically is having like a, a spiritual and sexual awakening. Um, and it's, it's really cool. Um, and he keep, but he keeps hallucinating all of these, like, folklore characters and figures, um, really good, and then I watched a, a Japanese film called Onibaba, oh, which, yes. uh, had been on my list for a while, yeah, and then, um, and then, uh, the a, scene a director graphic. did a movie gun, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, I'd always wanted to see it because I, you know, I've always been interested in, in a lot of the Japanese folklore horror films, and then, uh. You just hear you. Growing up, I heard like ram things like Captain Howdy and Exorcist. Like that, the design of that face mm-hmm. was freaking took inspiration from Oni Baba, like the mask and that. And then um, there was a uh, movie made by the same director a few years later called Carnico. Yep, um, which I actually liked even more. And that one's about like, you know, it's very the very opening is these two women, like this woman and her daughter-in-law, um, are basically they're they're living in a small hut waiting for the sun to return and these samurai show up and basically like it's all off screen but you know like they basically rape them and kill them you know and so they get revenge in the afterlife they um they come back as ghosts and just picking off samurai left and right and then of course the sun comes home he gets promoted to like you know a um higher rank, and his first job is, like, hey, we're hearing these, these ghosts in the woods that are, like, bumping off people, like, can you go check it out? And, of course, he's like, ugh, and he does, and he finds out that it's his, you know, mother and his, his wife. Um Really cool shit. Uh, yeah. I really dug that. And then, I really feel Stephanie's like...
1: Japanese Like, horror is, like, some of the coolest, like...
0: Oh, it's dynamite. Yeah,
1: it's like, every time I watch something that I haven't seen before, I'm like, fuck, I wish I saw that earlier in my life. You know,
0: like... But... Yeah, and and what motivated me is because I'm, I'm working on a, a short film right now, and I was trying to, like, you know, you pull images from other stuff to kind of, like, show people, like, this is what I'm going for, like, this look. Mm-hmm. And so there was, like, a database that I was kind of, like, looking at, and I would just type in, like, a, you know, keywords, like, candlelight or whatever, and it would pop up images that, you know, and... Uh, those two movies popped up and I was like, well, I've always wanted to see those two movies so maybe I should sit down and watch them. And then I did. And I was like, God damn, like, just like you just said, I was like, I really wish I had watched those much sooner. Um, and then TV wise I've just been, I kind of just went on a fucking binge of Rick and Morty episodes. That I hadn't seen, <laughs> really? um, I
1: haven't seen yeah, it in a while. I'm, I think the first two seasons I was like sick and then it caught wind of, of cringe people. And then I was like, I'm never watching it
0: again. It, Exactly. I mean, like, that's, that's part of the, that's the same exact reason why I, you know, kind of turned off a bit. there's like, there's some really, there's moments in that show that get really heavy and really, like, kind of, like, dark in a good way, but I don't think those are the things that some of these cringe people um, catch up, they, they pick up on. Like, there's an episode that everybody, like, talks about that's, like, really, you know, um, kind of notorious and famous, but people always seem to neglect the fact that, that half that episode is people in therapy trying to work out problems and are in total denial of. And it's like, yeah, you, you know what I mean? Like they only picked up on like the, uh, the catchphrases or, or whatever. All in all, I think it's a pretty impressive show. It's just, it's, yeah, I definitely agree. It's, that's a show that the audience has turned me off on, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, but uh, I just, it was on, it's on HBO max. And I was like, ah, and so I just kind of burned through it. And, um, I haven't really been watching any TV. Like I'm going to pick up Willow um, sometime this oh, week because I have to fucking I have to see it you know some, even if it's gonna opinions. be shit. <laughs> oh, you did watch it? Yeah,
1: I that's on my list to talk about because I did watch Willow. It's I watched all three episodes so far and. Uh, all
0: right, all right, give it to me, but spoiler free.
1: Oh, uh, it's like spoiler a free. TikTok dialogue set in medieval times, but also it has no rules. So there's like cowgirls. Like, they're wearing denim jumpsuit. I'm like, it's just very confusing. And I don't okay. like it, to be honest. But some <laughs> of it is kind of cool, and I am watching it for the nostalgia factor. Um, fuck, why? Um, Willow himself, I can't remember his real name.
0: Warwick Thank Davis. You. Warwick
1: Davis. Uh, It's great. Everyone was like, he's going kind of bad, or, like, whatever. And I was like, yeah, but he's not meant to be, you know, like, a great actor in this you know he's playing a, an old character it's cool but he's not the part that I don't like it's like the dialogue is so ugh, it's just so annoying and the teenagers are like super extra like there's a way to play a teenager and not make me want to hate you but I do I hate all of them
0: <laughs> yeah
1: Um, except for like the red and I again I'm like terrible at names so I don't even know why I try but there's this redhead uh, girl that's in all the Disney stuff lately. She was in um, the Captain America series um, and the, you know, the Winter Soldier, um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And then uh, she's in like a bunch of Disney shows that I've seen as like a, you know, a B character and she has a role in this. And she's very, she's a good actress, but she's the only one that I don't hate.
0: Mm. I, I just remembered something else I saw, but I think you've seen it too. So I'll just wait till you
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, what else? keep going through your stuff.
1: No, it's just, it's just really annoying so far. Like, I'm watching it, but I'm hate-watching it right now.
0: hmm Okay. Well, that's a, I, I've been hearing mixed things, so I, I'm, I'm curious. But, you know, that movie I saw seven times in the theater. I know. Uh, when it it's came out. Not, I, I loved it so much.
1: Mm-hmm. I didn't see it that many times, but I have seen it
0: many times. <laughs> that's in the theater. Then when, they, when it came out on video... Forget about it. Like, I mean, that was... I don't I know. The I'm really game.
1: curious because I'm hating. I'm really hating. But some, like, people are holding on strong. And I'm, like, curious just to know if it's, like, denial. <laughs> so I really need you to watch well, it.
0: Yeah. I mean, I, I will. I mean, I, I... It's a real shame what's happened with Val Kilmer because I feel like he's really a big part of that movie, you know? I mean, obviously he's a big part of the movie, but I feel like he's a part of that charm of that movie, too, is that you have him... And Warwick Davis's Willow like playing, you know, alongside each other, and like, I don't know. No, Val Kilmer is kind of a a, a sad, it is sad. A sad thing for me. It's totally But sad. Uh, what else have you watched? Because I want to see if we watch this one thing that well, I've been I'm itching to talk about.
1: Really, what is it? No, just say it.
0: I saw. I watched Wednesday.
1: No, I haven't seen it. I'm kind of waiting. I don't. I think okay. because. Willow and the teenagers are annoying me so much that I was like, I can't do another teenager show right now.
0: yeah, And that's probably a good decision. Um, how do I put this? Wednesday is, it? it it's the same treatment as like um, Sabrina did on Netflix yeah. and some of the Riverdale stuff, you know, where they're like trying to like make it hip and edgy for teenagers. Um, they get a lot of the Adams family wrong. Like, uh, that's Jenna Ortega is playing basically the Christina Ricci version of, of Wednesday, which and she's awesome. Like I've w- I watched that show for her alone. She's fucking great. Yeah. Um, I really like her a lot. But they get a lot of the characters wrong. One of the, the biggest things they get wrong is that like the Addams family, um, what makes them so fun to watch as, as characters is that they're the weirdos in normal, polite society. So Wednesday gets sent to a school in this show she gets sent to a school where everybody it's like a it's a school for weirdos and it's like oh you kind of you kind of lose so that out. major yeah. yeah the hook that makes that fucking that you know that idea work and then Luis guzman who i love i really love him is not a good gomez adams like he doesn't have the um he doesn't have the, the charm that John Assen or Raul Julia have. Like, they are both play those characters that play Gomez Goofy, but they they play him Goofy in a way that you still think he's cool and you want to be him, you know? And, and I don't think Louise Guzman does that well. And then Catherine Zeta-Jones, I just don't feel like she did anything with the role. It's like Angelica Houston made that fucking role hers, you yeah. know? Um, you know what I mean? Like, she wasn't trying to imitate the TV show. She was trying to... She did her own thing, and it was fucking great. And um, the only person who in that show that i was like oh this does feel like more of like an adams family character in this whatever setting they're trying to create was fred Armisen as uncle fester and i actually really loved him as uncle fester but like it's it's basically like what if wednesday adams was a detective and i was like oh but you oh, know what God. here's what i'm gonna say is, no. the show gets so many things wrong but once you start watching you kind of get hooked in i was like i ended up watching because i was like i just want to see what happens and then like i i don't know I, it's it's for for a show that gets everything wrong about the source material, it is still was entertaining and I don't know how to explain that. It's like oh, my brain is still trying to process that paradox of like it's so bad, but I can't I can't get over how interesting it was. Um, so I watched that, but that's that was it. Okay
1: so so what else did you Well watch? I watched so for movies, I watched the Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> Christmas special.
0: Oh, I watch it, too. I loved it's it. It's
1: very silly. I wouldn't say I loved it. I, like, was kind of hating because I don't like the Kevin Bacon music piece of it. I don't know. I could have done without it. Whatever. Don't. Oh. I, I wish you guys could see Mickey's face right now because I'm kind of hating on it. But I, they use that Smashing Pumpkins song that I didn't know existed at all, and I was like, is that fucking Smashing Pumpkins? And then I looked to see the soundtrack on Spotify, and I was like, oh, my God, they made a Christmas song? <laughs> and, like, I listened to it incessantly, but... Uh, I liked it. I still cried at the end. You know, I'm not heartless. Yeah. Uh it yeah. was very sweet. It really was. And it was funny and it I liked the whole Kevin Bacon thing and it made me cry. Um
0: I liked old 97s in it. That was a big deal for oh, me yeah. cuz I love that, that band that was at one cool.
1: point. I don't know. It was cheesy. Really just super cheesy for me, but I still I still liked it, you know, low key. Um and then I saw Bones and All, the Luca Guadagnino Mm. movie he is the one who remade Suspiria I feel very conflicted because I liked it but it's funny I went with a friend and he was like if I saw this at 18 right now this would have been like my favorite like I would have like this would have been my favorite movie ever and it's like a torrid love story about these like people eaters um that part was cool I think it wanted I wanted it to be a little more near dark and it wasn't It was, like, a bit softer and, like, more, like, uh, teenage romance-y. But what's-his-face is in it. And um, he has this, like... To the No. Well, yes, he is in it. Um, And he's a great actor, you know. Um, Oh,
0: Mark Ryland?
1: Yes. Mark Ryland. Okay, so he is spectacular in it. And there's something about his voice that really freaks me out. It's very high-pitched in some, like, characters he plays. And it honestly scares the shit out of me. And, like, the scenes <laughs> of him just standing are, like, very unnerving to me because I feel like I can hear his voice. Um, the um, the girl is Taylor Russell. She's great. She really is. I feel like I want to see it again. I feel like um, it was just a little too on the nose for me. It was, like, okay. a... I don't know, I just, I feel like I wanted more from it, and I didn't quite get it. And some part, I feel like they didn't go dark enough, and that's, I feel like that's strange. Um, they tried to go into it a little bit with, like, you know, outliers, and they meet up, they can smell each other, you know, but, like, I I still am going to compare it to Near Dark, which is a much, kind of a much better movie. Um, I didn't hate it. Also, Trent Reznor um, did the score, which is weird, because there's this very i don't know um song at the end like two two again two on the nose at the end and i was like is that fucking trent reznor i was like oh jesus i again wow. i'm not hating i just i just am a little disappointed to be honest um and then i watched amsterdam which is the david L. russell you know he did silver linings yeah yep. american, american hustle uh i liked it more than i thought i kind of thought i was gonna hate it um there's like this theme right now which i you know hope for is like this anti-fascist type of uh theme which you know i think we could get more of um it has a star-studded cast and like they are pretty funny in it like rami malik's in it um uh, as well as uh baby washington and and uh christian bale and margot robbie um it's good. I, I liked it more than I thought. It's funnier. But the thing is, is I don't like how it shot. Uh, for some for like a period piece, I think I wanted it to look more period. And it, and it did in but not in the film. Like the camera was really shaky. There was a lot of movement. I, I felt like it took me out of it for some reason. Um, but it wasn't a bad movie. And then I just watched Pinocchio. Did you see it yet? The
0: Guillermo del Toro one or the, Gimbal, the Disney one? With? The
1: Guillermo Toro one. And it's like, God, this man, like, really knows how to play your heartstrings um, in a very imaginative way. Like, it was beautiful. It really was. And it was fucking sad. I, like, cried through the whole thing. And it was, like, lovely and, like, heartfelt and, like, the... little puppets and the big puppets like everything was just so good and he's so detailed and like i love him so much i just want to like give him a little smooch you know like just for making these like really beautiful horrific things and so i love i loved pinocchio i think if that's one movie that like i don't know i i'm glad it came out now because i was like oh this is like everything i wanted and he gave it to me and like it was great so That's some movies I watched. And then I watched a shit ton of TV. We talked about Willow. Um, I actually watched Andor, which I waited on. And that was another thing. It got a a lot of hype. And I was like, you know what, I don't I don't know if I can do it right now. I want to do it with a fresh mind. And so I finally just watched everything back to back. And the first three episodes for me or the first two episodes for me were a little like long. I was kind of iffy. And then three to the end I fucking loved it I loved every second of it I've heard
0: the same it was
1: so fucking good the finale I was like bawling my eyes on it made me want to like throw a chair through a window you know what I mean I fucking loved it 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 was really great and then Nicholas Bertel who uh also did the score for Moonlight does the score for Andor and it's so good like just Mm. loved it for real um it's worth the hype and then what else did I watch oh i watched a lot of first episodes so uh george and tammy just came out which is the story of tammy Wynette and george jones um and that's really good i mean jessica chastain is just like this really great actress so it i haven't seen anything that she's done that i've really hated yet and then michael shannon plays george jones which is pretty funny um
0: yeah michael shannon's great
1: and then I watched the first episode of Chippendales because it is, you're, you're kind of, you know, and that was, like, the really big, like, what, 80s uh, male strip club. And oh, yeah. so everyone knows about Chippendale, especially, you know, SNL. You have the famous skit with Chris Farley and Patrick Swayze, like, and so I really wanted to watch it. The first episode is just, you know, about the beginning of the story, so it's enough uh, to keep me hooked in. And then I watched, oh, I've been watching Fleischman is in Trouble, which is um, Jesse Eisenberg and Claire Danes, and it's kind of about like a disillusion of marriage and divorce, but it's pretty funny. Yeah. Um, what else did I watch? Oh, uh, The Devil's Hour, which I've heard a lot about. It's on Prime. You know, this woman... <laughs> It's okay like there's a lot filling my brain right now but like she gets up at the devil's hour she gets up at three thirty-three a.m. and then she has like these visions and they're like but they're bad visions and she doesn't know if she's like contributing to these like murders and horrific things or if like you know what's happening are they visions something's wrong with her fucking kid like is she being possessed is he possessed like what is going on uh it's all right I don't know I might watch a few more episodes this year at Leeds but it might also suck haven't decided yet um started watching the outlaws also on prime um which a friend did uh elgin james who also does mayans did this show and it's about christopher Watkins in it and it's about um these people doing you know public service so they committed a crime um they have to do public service and then they get together and uh it's it's like a dark comedy it's pretty fucking funny the first episode was great i can't remember his name but the tall british guy that's in like the British office, like, can't remember his name, but he's, um... Uh,
0: uh the guy who plays Gareth Keenan and in...
1: Yeah, I can't remember. He's, like, very tall. Okay. I saw him at the movies once, and I remember being like, that's a tall fucking dude. Uh, but he's in it, and he's very funny, and so I definitely want to watch more. Um, I watched Dead to Me, honestly. It's weird, and I feel bad saying it because I know how she's sick, but it was bad. The whole last season is terrible. I... I didn't hate watching it, but it just like wasn't funny, and it was like really sad, and then they like ended it in a terrible way to me. Everything was like, I was like, this is a terrible show. Why'd they do this? Why'd they end it like this? So sorry, I hated it. Um, And then White Lotus, which is tonight, which is the most glorious show. That oh, I do not like that show. What? It's like it's like a dark comedy soap opera.
0: Sure. And, and why didn't you want? Why didn't you want to watch Succession? Let me ask oh, you that. Oh, but question. I
1: did. I mean, I didn't. Oh, you did. Yeah, I, I eventually did, and I powered through it. And it is very funny. I didn't want to watch it because I don't like rich people, and I don't even want to joke about rich people. But that's
0: exactly how I felt. White Lotus. Okay,
1: but okay, yes, but I think when you get around to it, you'll actually like it because it really makes fun of them, just like Succession. No, does. I watched
0: it. I've, oh, I've, I've watched. Watch. My wife is. My wife's a. a she City loves parents. it, yeah, and uh, I'm not. Yeah, well, you, The um, second
1: season is funny. I mean, maybe you won't like the first. Maybe you'll like the second season. season. I hated the
0: first season. But, <laughs> yeah, I, um, but, you know, it's funny to me that you're watching all these first episodes because I actually had a conversation about this recently where somebody was talking to me about Andor specifically. And they were like, it's amazing. It's one of the best shows on television in a long time. It's not, like, because I'm burnt out from Star Wars and yeah, all that stuff. They're like, yeah, it's, it. they're like, it's, I, they're the person who's watching is like, I'm the same way, but if you take out the Star Wars element, it's a World War Two piece, it's this, it's that, it's amazing, you got to check it out, but what they said to me is, like, the first two episodes are kind of are there are a, bit, a bit of work to get through, yeah. and I was like, I don't understand what's happened with television these days, where people, because like, I've heard this a lot about other shows, they're like, yeah, after you get past the first episode, it gets really good, and it's like, the whole point of a pilot episode or a first episode is to make you go, I want to watch more. Yeah. And I wonder if, now that we're in this era of, like, you know, streaming, where a lot of the stuff just gets dumped all at once, that they just go, ah, we don't have to worry about that, because, you know, whatever.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, Cause like, I got, and I was talking about another friend. He was like, my, another friend of mine was like, yeah, but how many pilots can you name that were like great? And I was like, I can name several. You know that like you know, Twin Peaks, Deadwood, like shows that I was like after the first episode, I was like, I have to see what Hannibal. You know, which we both liked. Like I, I those were those were indicative of like good pilot episodes that made you want to watch the rest of the show and 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 the, the the best thing about all of those shows is that they only got better after the first episode but the first episode was so good so i just think it's funny that you're like i'm watching a lot of first episodes and like god i feel like this is a conversation i've had recently where it's like is it is a you know can you is the first episode good enough for you to yeah keep going, it's a test
1: you know, you know? it's like is yeah. it enough for me to keep going i i don't know like and that's what, you know, Andrew was I watched the first two episodes way before I watched the rest of them. I think I watched them like months mm-hmm. ago and I was like or when they were aired and I was like, eh and then I powered through the rest of the episodes and I was like, I I should have really paid attention but I didn't know it sometimes it's better to like sit with a show from start to finish instead yeah, of week sure. to week, but yeah, it, it does. It's great. Um, and then, like, some other episodes, like George and Tammy, great first episode. Definitely want to keep going when watching that. But some others, like Willow. <laughs> um, I mean,
0: still, I'm still going to watch it, but...
1: Yeah. No, you should. I think everyone should, and, you know, but it's still kind of bad. Um, You'll see. I, I'm really curious to... So you have, you have to watch that. But that's all the shit I've watched, and then our, our movie that...
0: Yeah, um... Uh, who slew well, depending on where you are, if you're here, or if you're in England, or whatever, it's either who slew Auntie Roo, whoever slew Ruh- Auntie
1: Whoever slew Auntie Roo, yeah. Um, I was looking for a Christmas movie that we haven't done, and then it was hard because I, I had this conversation with a friend the other day. It was like, How do you beat Black Christmas? You just don't. It's like a perfect Christmas It's funny you comedy. say that because
0: I actually introduce I showed people that last night I did a Canuxploitation exploitation triple feature last night and I showed curtains my bloody valentine and um and black christmas and I I bought like clearly canadian do you remember clearly canadian I remember the drink yeah that's what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah. I bought the I bought clearly Canadian bottles, and I bought I couldn't find in L.A. any Canadian beer, so I ended up <laughs> buying a, a a special brew of like from San Diego called My Bloody Valentine. I was like, well, at least it's kind of on brand. But yeah, you I, I Black Christmas. I'm watching that again. I watch it every year now since we watched it for the for the show, and I was like, goddamn! Like this movie is just like it's perfect. it is not just one of my favorite. It's not just the best Christmas horror film. It is the one of the best Christmas films ever. ever.
1: Yeah. And so I really wanted to find an older one that we haven't done, and so we've actually mm-hmm. done another Curtis Harding, Harrington, current Curtis Harrington? Ruby? Movie before, yeah, yeah Cr- we did Ruby, and uh, and this is considered, I think, the first Christmas horror movie, right? Or one of the first Christmas horror movies.
0: Possibly, yeah. I mean, unless you want to count Christmas Carol, which my, my aunt <laughs> was trying to tell me is not a horror film, and I was like, what. it? what happens in that I, yes
1: movie. i got well the mickey remember the mickey one it used to scare me as a kid a little bit but yeah, yeah. i guess it is like ebenezer scrooge gets like visited ghosts. By three ghosts and they haunt him into being a good man i don't know it is okay it's a christmas story <laughs> uh but yeah we did who who's the anti-roo uh do you want to give him the synopsis Does, yeah
0: so it's basically this this um this woman, she was a, a famous vaudevillian uh, actress, and then she married this uh, colonel. She has a child. The child dies. Now she's just basically kind of like this eccentric woman living in this house, this giant house in England. Um, she's American, by the way. and She lives in a giant house in England, and every Christmas she invites a bunch of uh, orphans over for like Christmas dinner or Christmas, you know, a Christmas Eve and Christmas dinner and everything like that, and then she gives them presents. And um, the whole time she's been talking to a medium who um is uh basically conning her into like believing that her her deceased daughter is uh beckoning for her and she sees this little girl who this little orphan girl who she's like convinces like her daughter or going to be her daughter and um kind of kidnaps her and the girl's little brother um and uh it's it's also kind of a Hansel and Gretel thing like on the boys the little boy the 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 brother of the the young girl he's convinced that you know uh, this woman is like a witch and she's trying to fatten them up to eat them and uh it's it's kind of a variation of the you know the subgenre of the bitty genre you know of like whatever happened to baby jane mm-hmm. um hush hush sweet charlotte that type of a subgenre of horror where it's like you know kind of crazy eccentric old ladies and everything um Shelley Winters plays the lead and she, you know, Shelly Winters is fucking awesome as always. Uh, <laughs> she really love... is.
1: And she's so, she's so shrill. Like her screams are like just amazing. Uh, they feel yeah, very real.
0: Night of the Hunter. Yes. Yeah. Ama- um... Night of
1: the Hunter is like one of the most beautiful films I've ever seen. It's and insane. she's like,
0: I mean, and she's great in that, you know, obviously she's not like the big part of that movie. It's Robert Mitchum, but like, she's a huge part of that. She's a, a, a she's a necessary part of Night of the Hunter. And, uh, and, and she's in Lolita. She's in you know Bloody Mama, the Roger Corman film. About yeah, she's like an like Academy
1: Award-winning actress.
0: Yeah, and like and then her butler, who, you know, is played by and I. This is the person that I was most interested in when I was watching it because I, I like this guy's work, and unfortunately, he's you know he's been deceased for a long time but michael gothard who was um he played our butler he was in the devils
1: okay i I was like he looks really familiar and i I was like i gotta find out who he is
0: so that makes sense in the devils he's the weird like exorcist that they call in that is basically just like he was so crazy and like eccentric and he's like giving all the nuns enemas and everything like that and he's just like out of his fucking mind and he's also in life force oh yes yes um, okay yeah yeah Okay, so and I he's... love him, and he was also in uh, For Your Eyes Only. He ended up uh, committing suicide, oh, like, yeah, I think in the 90s, um, but he, I always just, like, there's something about the way he he talks, his voice, and his face. It's gaunt, yeah, and really... he's kind of creepy. Yeah, but... Yeah, and really interesting, so, like, I you know, he's in it, Ralph Richardson, who, you know, Sir Ralph Richardson, who I think the last movie I saw him in, you know, chronologically speaking, of, of his career was Dark City. Yeah. Um, you know he plays the oh, one City. of the, yeah, one of the old weird dudes. You know the, um, but I mean, Ralph Richardson has been so many things. And then, um, and then the little boy is played by a man named a guy named Mark Lester, who ends up be quitting acting and becoming really good friends with Michael Jackson. And later on, claiming that he was one of the sperm donors for one of Michael Jackson's children.
1: Wait, really? Um,
0: which. Yeah, and people were like, no, Michael Jackson's the father. And, and he was like, no, I'm I'm one of the donors. And it's like, oh, God, what a fucking messy story that must be. Um, literally. But, yes, um, the little boy is played by a guy named Mark Lester. Not to be confused with the director, Mark Lester. Because when I saw his name pop up, I was like, what the fuck? Um, what did you think of this movie?
1: Okay, so this movie is, like, particularly unhinged. Like, and that's my, that's what I think of this movie is, like, this movie is totally unhinged. Um, so, like, first of all, I will say The Mansion, it, it's a set, which I was like, is this a real house? But it's it's amazing. I love it so much. Everything is really old and creepy. I didn't realize it was set in the 20s until way later, because I was kind of like, what year are we in? I, I really can't tell. Uh, Shelly Winters plays, like, this bat shit, like you said, eccentric, but I think she just is, like totally crazy uh she talks to herself she she has um her daughter's dead body that she's like hiding in the attic that she talks to and every time she goes and visits her dead daughter's body she wears this black cape which is like it's just it's very interesting but i can't believe i was like shelly winters is so crazy in this the kids are like great except uh you know the brother i feel like i was like oh yeah he's like he's not gonna leave his sister what a good kid and at the end i was like these kids murdered her (laughs) like based on a thing that could not be that might not be real but she was very creepy she did kidnap them
0: okay but but you've just so now you've just pointed out the thing that i didn't like about this movie was who are the bad guys in this movie? Because in my watching it, I was like, I feel bad for Shelley Winters because she's constantly getting conned and screwed over by like people she trusts, like her her waitstaff, who are basically helping the medium um, basically con her. Um, so she gets fucked over that way. She lost her daughter. Cause her t- <laughs> this, this part I was a little like, really? Is this where we're going? Her daughter, um, in a flashback, was sliding down the banister. <laughs> And fell and died. And I was like, I guess that's what happens. Um, yeah,
1: and it was like but, the uh, smallest amount of space, and they did it in like slow motion. And then she, like, Sally Winters
0: is like, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely a long, uh, long, slow mo scream. Oh but like, she yes, she kidnaps these kids, which is fucked up and crazy. I'm not going to dispute that. But yeah. There were, but, but these little orphans, and this is my problem, is that right from the get go, the orphans. Because like the way it works, the whole um, Christmas festivities work, is that she basically picks 10 kids from the orphanage. And when I say she picks 10 kids, it doesn't. there's nothing, nothing seems sinister about like her inviting kids to her house. It's not like she's got an ulterior motive. It's not like she's like, oh, I'm going to kidnap one of these kids. It's never established. So she <laughs> invites 10 of these kids. These two kids are not invited, but they sneak in. And then the kids, Like at one point you see the kid like, The little boy, the brother, like, stuffing jewels down, like, 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 hiding jewels. And And I'm like, so, you guys are little fucking thieves, and then, yes, Shelly Winters, already crazy, already eccentric, already getting fucked over by by everybody close to her. She doesn't have anybody she can trust. Um... She does do a few creepy things. One of which I was like, the only thing that actually made me go, "Oh, that's creepy," is there's a part where like the kids think they're escaping, you know, like they're in, they're like creeping out of her bedroom, and the camera pans back over to the bed and she's not there. So okay, she's not in that. She's not. We know she's awake, and they run down the stairs and she open they open the door and she's just <laughs> standing there with her hands o- like over her head and being like, "Ha kids! You know, we're gonna have some, you know that part." I will. Admit, I was like, I jumped a little bit. I was like, "Oh, that's fucking creepy," but. I mean, a I lot don't of it, it to... is
1: creepy. I mean, she keeps the kid. Well, she only, like, kidnapped the daughter at first. And then the brother came back to get her. And then she's like, yeah, I'll keep you, too. But she's, like, really mean to him, sort of, and, like, makes him do labor. And then she's like, I'll give you candy. And then that's where the kid, the kid, which I kind of would, too, I guess. Like, if you're a kid in the 1920s and, like, this lady is, like, kidnapped your sister and is like saying all this shit to you, trying to fatten you up. Like I'm going to give you candy. He's like, she's going to fucking eat me. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, and then he's yeah. like, and then but but let's let's let's. That's one way to look at it. I look at it as like this could be a horror movie about a, a crazy woman who kidnaps kids, or it could be a heist film where two kids are going to pull a fast one on some crazy old lady. I don't know. You can look at it no. either way. And I was like, and I can't tell because. I, I, I know. i'm I wondering a big cleaver
1: where and she keeps like talking to him and she's like prepare the meal and cut the wood and you know and you're mm-hmm. like this is too much like she's definitely cooking something big what could it be and then um you know he keeps trying to get his sister. she was just trying
0: to make stuffing well yeah and like and and you know they're they're like look there's some great she has a great moment where ralph richardson she already knows that she's been getting conned forever because her butler has quit. Ralph Richardson shows up. And she got, I loved this line where she says, you're a disgrace to the profession of the medium, which I was like, oh, that's that's fucking fantastic. <laughs> um, and then but in, in that scene, there is a part that I was like, OK, that is actually really creepy, where the kids trying to tell Ralph Richardson, hey, this lady's got us kidnapped or locked up and everything like that. And Ralph Richardson's like, you know what? I'm gonna pretend like I didn't see anything. You're, you, my young man, are a disturbed boy. And he's like, and, but he literally is like, he he is acknowledging that he's gonna just look the other way. That to me is fucking scary. I was like, oh, this kid's trying to get help, and nobody's listening to him. Yeah, that
1: part um, I always hate. But also, I was like, what kind of medium is this? And then, but also, you're like, well, maybe he, she wasn't doing anything that wrong. But this medium had been in her house before. He knows she doesn't have fucking kids. So why – like, he just – does. he was just like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to – this kid's –
0: Well, they've been – he's been part of the con. Like, they've been conning, you know, and, like, basically she's like – you know, it's – it's – yeah. And then there's – but there's a great moment where the kids are locked up in a pantry because they've tried to escape – and they're looking through a keyhole and they're like calling out to her, like trying to like whatever and she she's so here through the keyhole and she's got a she's working at the you know the, the stuffing I guess and she's she looks up and she says, You mustn't disturb the cook when she's cook making something delicious but the way she says it is so funny to me that I was like uh, I was like I'm gonna be using that line when I'm in the when I'm cooking. Um, but I I just I can't I really get the feeling that Curtis Harrington when he was directing was leaning his sympathy more towards her. Yeah. Because clearly when she gets, well, at the end and when she gets killed, when you, when she went, you know, at the end, the kids are fucking smiling. Yeah. Okay. That was the part
1: that like the, the kids were like, nothing happened. And then they're like playing with the jewels. But also Shelly Winters is like her horrific screams of being burned alive. And they're just like, ha ha. Like, look at us. We got all these jewels. We're going to be fucking rich. And it's like, what? (laughs) <laughs> like hmm. what the fuck? Because they convince themselves that this is a witch, but like these kids just murdered this woman,
0: right? And like that's that. So like, here's the way I look at it: if it, the movie is supposed to be about this old woman who kidnaps these kids, and that's the scary part, and that's the that's the horror of it, um, I didn't like it. If we're looking at like a good night, mommy type yeah. scenario where these kids are fucking, then I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm actually really into this movie where it's like these. Yes, the old the woman has a lot of eccentricities and everything like that, and she does do some questionable fucked-up things, like kidnapping two orphans who are living in the fucking poorhouse, and she's feeding them and, you know, giving them a nice place to live. I'm just saying, these kids have got it way better with Shelley Winters than they did before. Um, If it's a movie about these kids who have convinced themselves that, like, you know, this is a witch and blah, 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 and they do something pretty horrific, yeah, I'm I'm on board with that. I think that's a fucking terrifying film. But um
1: there's a, i mean i, just, I think I, it is because well it doesn't help that Shelley winters is doing all this shit like she's entertaining the orphans that come to her house but she's doing this like you know like uh dance routine for them like enter it's very strange it's like what is this old fucking lady doing but maybe it's did yeah. they do that in the 20s you know like i don't know <laughs> an old lady would just do a little dance a little jig for the orphans <laughs> i don't know it was very weird
0: right and like and, and like I don't want to compare it to like other the the other quote unquote psycho bitty movies but I mean like there is a way to, to to achieve that effect of like you're horrified by a character but you sympathize with them like um whatever happened to baby jane I mean like you know Betty Davis like she's going you know she's completely unhinged in that movie and she does horrible things like she murders at least one person in that movie but at the end, you do find sympathy for it and everything. And I, didn't, I guess what I'm saying is, like, they didn't do anything to make me.
1: I'm surprised because you, know, you usually sympathize with the with
0: the. No, I do, what I'm saying is, like, I I, I completely oh, okay, sympathize with, yeah. with 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 Shelly Winters. I don't. There's not a moment of me that goes, yeah, but she's like. I mean, yes, like I said, she does things that are like, well, oh, that's bad, but they're they they're not. War- yeah, she's at best, she's a creepy old lady who's just really sad. Whereas in like whatever happened, to Baby Jane, like. You know, you sympathize with both characters, and then you find out information about both characters. You go, "Oh, that makes me conflicted about my sympathies." You know, and I like that, and that, and I also like whatever happened to Baby Jane, where like the both characters are physically deteriorating. Like by the end of the movie, like you know, Betty Davis looks like a fucking doll, like a walking doll, whereas like Joan, um, Joan Crawford is like she's like you know sickly in bed, and she's like you know she's you know obviously the ravages or whatever. Shelley Winters looks. You know, for her age and everything, she looks gorgeous throughout the entire thing. Like, there's they don't do anything to make her physically creepy, you know. And I think that that would have made me really enjoy this a little bit more. Or if like they kind of, it was just her being shrill and eccentric, yeah. and it's like, is that really scary, or just made me sad? Because I'm like, this woman lost her child, she lost her husband. What, you know, like again, her butler and his wife, and the medium, these three people that she trusted and she was nice to, um, treat her like shit. And it's like, you know what, if kidnapping two orphan kids who are gonna, who are trying to rob her anyway, you know what, I'm completely on Shelly Winter's side. And it's like, I don't want it. you know. There's
1: a really great scene in this movie where, like, she, you know, unearths, cause every time, I think maybe, or maybe not every time, but she, like, put her dead daughter's body away in the coffin, and then Put it somewhere else in the room and then when the little girl runs away she's like well i'll just bring my dead daughter's body back and so she brings it back but she like is holding the face and it crushes in her hands and she's like yeah. i have no one no one and it's so uh, fucked up it's like totally amazing. i know and i'm like i know and this it's is like sad
0: <laughs> it is and that's what i'm saying is i was more of just like when i was watching this i was like i don't know who i'm supposed to be behind you know and yeah, yeah, cause she if she does anybody... lock
1: the kids in you know that cupboard and no wonder they think they're going to be eaten soon anyway you know they eventually well, that
0: little kid's a monster
1: <laughs> i mean he did murder the her. little
0: br- the little boy's a monster i mean like he's a fucking he's a he's a monster and he's a thief and he's uh these are like poor you know
1: 1920s kids in an orphanage that can't trust hey, an you adult. Know what? Hey, who knows I'm... what happened to them
0: can I point out that there was 10 other little kids in the same exact position? And they're not They're not trying to rob this poor eccentric okay, lady at Christmas? Okay, but didn't steal
1: their sisters. Remember, she did, mm. and she was just like, I don't know where she is. And they were like, she's like, yeah, I guess I, I'll find guess her I'd... and send her back to you. And that, that little boy's like, I don't fucking trust this lady. She's going to eat my sister. I kind of get it. But also, it didn't help that they were like so unmoved at the end by her screaming. Yeah. Which was like really, yeah. that was really um,
0: yeah, and then they lie, they're like, we tried to help her, it's like, no you fucking didn't, you little shits, you fucking, you literally were running, you went, oh, we forgot the jewels, ran back, got those, it's like, give me a fucking price, so I'm like, that's when I was like, oh, I think the whole time he's been trying to get us to sympathize with Shelly Winters, and, and look at these kids as kind of like the bad, I mean, the little girl is also like, kind of like, obnoxiously creepy, um... Where she's just like, oh, I'm just in it for the fun, you know, but you're like she has that really weird smile that just ugh but like I think like I said, if Curtis Harrington's going for that, if he, that was what he was trying to do, was he was trying to make you go, Hey, she's not the bad guy, it's actually the kids, I'm I'm like, you know what, my opinion of this movie is completely different. Yeah. I'm like, Oh, I love this film. No, I, feel, um, and I, I mean, tried to try like, kind was, of
1: where he alluded at the end, like
0: I feel like <laughs> it, yeah, but I couldn't be sure. Um And then you kinda like, Oh scr-
1: fuck, that has to be
0: Right, and one of the screenwriters was a uh, Jimmy Sangster who wrote a lot of Hammer horror stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he did *Horror of Dracula*, which I love, and, and a lot of the other um, like the like one of the Frankensteins for Hammer. He's a you know I love his his you know his films, and they move fast. And so I will say about this movie as well was that like uh, I went saw um I went to the Arrow for their annual Horror-Thon. I was watching *Horror of Dracula* again. I own this movie, but it was really cool to see it on the big screen and. Like I so I know the movie pretty well, and then when I get to the third act, like the beginning of the third act, I'm like, oh my god, we're already at the third act, and like it, like time flew, like the pacing is just so fast. I will say the same thing about this movie where I was like, at one point I was just like I, I accidentally hit the pause button, and I was like, oh my god, there's only 20 minutes left. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like we've been flying, but it, it's it's a feature film, you know. It's a it it doesn't it's not like it's a a a short movie. It's just it he just moves but, that story yeah, along start, really quickly. Start to finish, and, yeah. And I was like really impressed with that. I just again like my my biggest problems the whole time I was watching. I was like, wait, who, what's so what? She's a she's a little crazy. She's a little baddie. It's not like, you know, <laughs> I've seen I've seen crazier you know old women in movies, and I feel like this is not it. You know, and uh, I did like the Hansel and Gretel. Like they really pushed that theme over and over and over again. Um, but yeah, it just. I don't know. I feel like if I was a kid, I'd be rooting for the kids, and, and I'm, you know, but as an adult, I'm yeah, like... Yeah, you're like these little bastards.
1: Fucking eat them, for you know? for nothing. She's giving him mm-hmm. candy in a warm home. Yeah, I know. It is strange. I know, at because you're kind of like, well, this kid probably just read Hansel and Gretel and is like, this old bitch is a witch, and that's what she wants to do to us, and so I got to get out of here yeah, while yeah. also robbing
0: her. <laughs> Well, far be it for me to to say that kids shouldn't read, because I definitely think they should, but, you know, get your shit together, kids.
1: (laughs) This is like the old, like, video games (laughs) make children violent, like old stories make children violent.
0: Uh, and, and, and I've, like, you know, like I said, like, if we kind of, if we're going in the vein of Goodnight Mommy, or, like, there's another movie that I don't know, we've never talked about, but I, I really think you should see if you have, and it's called Reflecting Skin. Oh, yeah,
1: and it's, uh, is that Viggo in it, or am I fixing it?
0: I mean... Viggo Mortensen's in okay, it. okay,
1: I haven't seen it, and it's been on my list for forever.
0: It's, it's fucking fantastic, I, I can't recommend that movie enough, but there is a, one of the character the main character is a little boy, or young boy, who, his brother comes back from, um... The war, and he, the boy is convinced that the kind of young widow that is like you know that the, his brother's taken a fancy to is a vampire and is like draining him of his life. Whereas he's he's suffering from radiation sickness, which is like making his hair fall mm-hmm. out and all this stuff. But he's convinced that this w- this crazy widow who lives in the house by herself is a vampire that's trying to like sucker take take her brother take his brother away from him and now, like that to me was really interesting and I th- I was like oh I feel like they just kind of pushed that angle a little bit more with this one where it's like made a little bit more overt that the kids are a little like you know mm-hmm. are you know I would have been 100% behind it but um I Look, as a Christmas movie, it was fun, but you're right. I mean, Black Christmas is...
1: I, it's unbeatable. The, the... I have yet... Like, there's some been some fun ones. I actually thought about, re, like, rewatching a few of them. I, I kind of like that Krampus movie, but it's, like, definitely not a perfect horror movie. But it's it's fun
0: uh but and and Christmas evil which we also did like i you know i debate on whether that's even a horror film you know like i really yeah. like I, I, we i could go into that over and over again but i've watched that movie quite a few times since we what we cover it on the podcast and i'm still like again i'm on this guy's side you know people are shitty they treat him like shit you know um they get what's coming to them uh I'm probably the worst person to have at like a jury. I've never actually sat in a jury or anything like that, but like I'd probably be like, oh no. I'm I'm on this person's side. The, that person I got what, they, what was coming in them. Um so, you know, it, I'll remember that next time I get, you know, jury selection. I'll be like, look, guys, I'm going to sympathize with the old crazy lady who's trying to, you know, I already know
1: I'm there. What, I'm at, I'm at that Yeah, age that's already, level now
0: oh, it's a kidnapping case and she just wants to kidnap these orphan kids? Yeah, fuck
1: them kids. You know yeah. what? I'm, yeah. No, I I so. really liked it. It's, like, definitely worth the watch. It's very fun. It's, like, it is unhinged. And if you want to watch Shelley Winters just, like, act like a insane person, then, like, it's great.
0: And she requested um, Harrington. Yeah. Because they had done a movie before, before that. Yeah. Uh,
1: he mm-hmm, has, like, a mm-hmm. few of movies that are, like, all questions. You know, like, where's Alan? And what happened to Barbara? And it's like, what?
0: And it's funny that you wanted to watch this one because I actually thought of another movie that I've watched of his, Um, it, you know, in the past month since we last recorded, which is Queen of Blood, mm-hmm. um, which was, like, kind of a weird sci-fi horror film with Dennis Hopper in it from the 60s. I, I mean, a lot of it is what – when when um Dan O'Bannon was – you know, kind of pilfering from all these different films for Alien, Queen of Blood is definitely one of those movies. Where you're like, you can't, you can't tell me he didn't, yeah, see this movie before he was writing the screenplay. So I, you know, he's, he, I, I do find him an interesting director. You know, um, but I, I just, I think Ruby was scarier to me. It was creepier.
1: It was, you know, I would say, I don't know, Shelley Winters is pretty creepy in this. I mean, I would say this is more shrill or just,
0: yeah. Uh, eccentric
1: eccentric yes those are the two words of the movie um it is creepy but not as creepy as ruby but it's definitely worth having a christmas watch oh it was entertaining christmas
0: watch a nice christmas watch um i agree i absolutely agree with that and it's weird it was uh american international pictures distributed it you know and it was shot in both england i think and in the states so co-production
1: yeah it's a still wish i had that house i mean she has a lot of weird shit and i'm like oh man that thing is so cool looking and then she also has like, oh, the dumb trap doors no like you know she had the little like uh puppet or like and the skeleton and like that room that the, you know they get lost in the, the mansion and there's a lot of creepy yeah. shit that she has that the colonel had or something like that and it's it is really cool i was like dang this is there a cool some- house
0: there was something about it, and obviously because the you know our protagonists there are little kids in it, there was something about it, and they're not movie. These movies are not really related at all. But the idea of a house with all these secret rooms and little kids, and kids running around in it, did remind me of People into the Stairs.
1: Oh yeah, with that much space between the walls and everything, and then the kids get yeah. lost in it. Yeah, always. Yeah. I'll always think of that, yeah. and think of you know, yeah. of cave children eating people. <laughs>
0: abducted children I know. abducting children yeah
1: <laughs> well it's on you know
0: maybe there is a connection i don't know
1: i mean there probably could be uh seeing shelly winters and anything is impressive so could have taken yeah. the idea of creepy children living in the walls um yeah it's on paramount i think in and prime it's definitely worth a watch if you're looking for something weird to watch on christmas
0: yeah definitely definitely uh worth checking out and i think we're you know we should have another one another episode out either right before or right after christmas so
1: yeah so stay tuned 2023 so
0: this will be a christmas of a merry christmas everyone
1: yeah merry christmas happy holidays Bye. bye
0: once upon a time near a big forest lived a woodcutter, with his wife and two children. When does the fairy tale become a nightmare? When does a lullaby become an unbelievable horror?
1: You know, there was once a little girl very like you who lived in this house.
0: What happened to her? You've got Katie locked in the nursery, haven't you? Haven't you?
1: You better remember, and you had better then, then if you try anything, if you try anything, I've got her. <laughs> you
0: can't stay here. Aunt Rue is a witch. Now come on. This fearful illusion end and frightful reality begins. <laughs> what terrors lay waiting in winding corridors and shadowed corners? What devil stalks the darkness?
1: <laughs> you children don't want to leave here! You have a
0: home now forever Whoever slew Auntie rule Whoever slew Auntie Ruth <laughs> <laughs>